0: Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision-making. I'm here with Chris Ragg, Peter Coghill and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. And this week, we're discussing Robbie Coltrane. Um, Peter, Robbie Coltrane tell us
1: right so robbie coltrane i uh, i don't know if you may spotted but he died recently mm. uh, around the 15th of october this year um for people who don't know who he was who was he so well this is what we're going to sort of talk about a bit i think right. um so the, the the bbc broke the news with um robbie coltrane harry potter actor dies aged 72 um and as I, when i read that that headline it struck me that actually well I know Robbie Coltrane he's been a sort of long-standing cultural reference for me and my family Mm. but really nothing to do with Harry Potter he was did lots of things before Harry Potter Mm. so it stood out to me um that uh the people tie Robbie Coltrane to a different cultural reference than we do I mean I think of him in terms of like movies like Nuns on the Run TV appearances in Blackadder I think of Blackadder yeah. yeah. I think Golden early eye. 1980s alternative comedies Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. yeah. yeah. Um whereas Harry Potter is around the sort of turn of the millennium sort of time isn't it so it got me thinking it got me thinking about a few things um, so what so what, what? what's that feeling you get when a cultural reference of yours dies that sort of nostalgic feeling when they okay when they actually die yeah, okay, what's, yeah. That, what's that yeah, it's not remorse or grief or anything it's just like oh such and such is dead. Oh, I feel a bit older now, um, but there, but also like what should I start backfilling my cultural references with people who are no longer d- who aren't dead, no yeah. longer <laughs> dead, <laughs> <are> no longer <laughs> dead, who, who are not who have never been dead. Um, so, yes, what if if uh, is the case? What should I backfill it with? Um, and um, do you need to? And do I need to, or should I just sort of think, look back fondly that these people used to be alive? They 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 Back catalog is available and i can sort of dip in and enjoy
2: well and also that their their meaning like you said shifts mm. over over time you you remember them for one thing yeah children of the millennium will remember them for something else right? yeah
0: mm. uh, i mean i was i don't think we should worry about too much about whether people are dead or not
3: like um, valerie
2: singleton
0: right but right.
3: like, like to so one generation she people, she's Blue and for and others, she's a, a kind of you know respectable TV interviewer journalist. Yeah, type. I mean, quite. So, you know, yeah. I mean,
0: two things. I mean, one, this makes me think, and of, to kids, sorry, from yeah, the on. last twenty years, she's who is she? Right, at yeah, all it's irrelevant, you know, really. Yeah. Do they need? Should they need to? So two things. One, um, um, Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson. Yes. So it annoys me when, um, let's say, watching Love Actually. And and people go, oh, it's it's Mr Bean in the shop. So no, that's Rowan Atkinson. Mm-hmm. And are you not aware of you know all the great stuff from the early eighties before we even start talking about Blackadder and we mm. can talk about Secret Policeman's Ball and blah blah mm. blah, blah blah blah. I mean, a phenomenal um, uh, performer, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And and oh, I mean, Mr Bean actually bits of, I kind of quite like, but it's, um, it's it's feels like the sort of thing Germans like. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, yeah, we <laughs> you know, Honestly, I'm not. Sorry, honestly, <laughs> yeah, <very> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, of course, I think part of the reason why, of course, is there's no language in um, mm. in Mr. Bean, which h- helped a lot. One, two. I was thinking of this just the other day, um, which was um, we've just gone past Halloween when we were at the time of recording, and my family said, "Hey, let's watch horror film." And so I said, hey, you really need to watch The Shining, mm. okay? It's a really important film. It's, you need to be there in your bank of, even though I didn't think this at the time, but your cultural reference, Oh, it right? does, yeah. Um, but I never watched it, you know, I've seen it a number of times, and they're all a bit nonplussed. My, so my wife, who doesn't like horror movies anyway, it's not really quite a horror movie. It sort of is, mm. sort of isn't. But, um, but my kids were like, meh, you know? Yeah. And I, I couldn't help but feel, well, maybe they just don't really need to know that about they this do. stuff. But I mean, yeah, yeah, this part of me thinks well, they do. do and they? interestingly, the most famous, one of the most famous lines in that is itself a cultural reference, right? Well, here's which, Johnny. Was, here's yeah. Johnny, which I think was improvised. Um,
1: fantastic acting from Jack Nicholson, by the way. Um, well, do, do they need to? Why should the right. younger generations right. adopt older cultural references? I think it should work more the other way. Well, you keep going In order, for, that, Peter, in going. order for us, you know, the old crusties, to remain remain relevant, remain relevant and yeah. en- engageable by our employees and <laughs> our, our <sort> of younger <laughs> friends, we need to adopt their cultural references. Yeah, but stuff. their
0: cultural references are terrible. And they ours exactly. are good because my kids were saying, "I don't want to watch The Shining anymore. Yeah, I want I'm sorry, to watch but scary it, movie." I think it is. Yeah, or, well, it, actually, it, the
3: recent version, is of it it, part one, is excellent. This is with the clown in the sewer, right? Part, part two is terrible, but part one is great. Um, yes, uh, so I think my, my just my little anecdote, I suppose, story about which for some reason has stuck with me as an example of. N- Someone who didn't update their cultural references, which is uh, Mr. Easingwood, the physics teacher, you know, Mr. Easingwood, the physics teacher, (laughs) who um, we were building something out of straws. And he said, we want you to make a Humphrey like from the adverts. And I I, apparently in the 1970s, there was a a kind of milk series of adverts about Unigate milk or something where like a little creature with a who supposedly had a straw for a mouth would come and drink your milk. But it was from the mid 1970s. Now, he made this cultural reference in 1987. And I remember thinking, why on earth would I know about this advert from antiquity? From mm. ancient, yeah, yeah, oral tradition, yeah, you know, the 1970s. What are you talking about? And of course, now I'd quite willingly talk to someone, mention things from 10 years ago, and would think nothing of. Oh, if I mentioned the London Olympics or something, I'd feel that the person was a complete moron if they hadn't heard of the London Olympics, and or um, yeah, that kind of all. It's just it's still in my that was recent bucket. Princess Diana. I mean, that's now we're we're getting into the realm of things that are actually quite a long time ago. Mm. But the, but the point is that um, I can totally get where Mr. Easing was coming coming from there. You know, like I'm sorry, but this is only ten years ago. You should know what this is now. Admittedly, I was ten, so. Maybe I shouldn't, but um, there we are. That's and I've always that stuck with me, and I've always sort of thought, oh, I'll never be like Mister Easingwood. But of course, I've turned into you have. Uh, I, I,
2: I, I think Peter posed a really interesting sort of question, which is, well who's, Peter. Who, whose responsibility is it to adjust? Cultural references, right? Wh- when does it make sense for you to drop old ones, like the giver of old cultural references, and when does it make sense for people who weren't around when those cultural eff- references were relevant, to bloody well do some work and work out what they were, you know, to, to learn them historically? A good, a good example of where this um, this boils down to was another film watch, family film watching experience. My. Um, my youngest daughter and I, uh, my, my eldest daughter and my wife had gone away for the weekend. So it was home alone, we did, did a movie night, we watched War Games, which I'm sure Nick will, um, will approve of. Uh, we watched War Games, and about every 15 minutes, I had to stop and explain what some piece of technology was. <laughs> <laughs> so like at some point there's arcade games, yeah. there's, a, there's a Walkman, yeah. uh, there's a phone box, yeah. uh, there's a supercomputer. A telephone. Uh, on and on. An yeah. actual landline. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, and, um, a modem. And, and, and yeah, it totally disrupted the sense of the plot, like the story couldn't happen. There's another um, film, the film about uh, um, Freddie Mercury. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, The recent Uh, one, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah, Yeah. right, which I watched with my eldest daughter. And uh, in that, uh, I sort of said, what do you like to think think of it? She said, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But there's that really unrealistic bit where um, he finds his uh, his future sort of um, partner Mm. um, by looking through that book that's got everybody's addresses in. Like why would why would there be a book? That's, like, a that's a bit far fetched, isn't it? Yeah. That's a phone book. <laughs> yeah, it's like and this. This idea that you'd have like that—that that was the way you would find where people lived or what they how to get in contact with them was just yeah. totally. So so yeah, there's you know I can see there are arguments both ways. Some sometimes you've got to drop a cultural reference, but sometimes you've got to. It's the other people's job to to remember, it. and I think that that's a really interesting little dilemma there
3: yeah yeah the, the tv tropes has a word for exactly that which is uh or phrase which is aluminium christmas trees which is where something becomes accidentally unrealistic because people can't believe that that was ever a thing and apparently that i think like uh, there's a there's some tv program where the dad makes a reference to buying an aluminium christmas tree um and uh everyone thinks it's a joke about how cheap and terrible something but actually they were just quite common Aluminium yeah. Christmas Trees. And, had, uh, yeah. and this is a yeah, similar similar experience. It's like, well, that actually has changed the way people are going to interpret this thing from the past because it uses cultural references
0: which no one understands now. Mm. Um, and also, it's really tempting to go, and I have a third point, and also Peter was talking about this a little bit as well, is, well, clearly our cultural references are better and superior. And you definitely need to know ours because the ones that are coming along now, they're just silly, stupid, and pointless. Well, they are all um, Avengers Endgame 4. You know, war games. And there's definitely an element that goes, Proper no, family. ours really are better. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: you know, yeah. but, are, um, but are they? You know, our parents probably think our cultural references are pretty terrible. Yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I've I got, I've got a, a sense of how of, of thinking on that note of how you might determine whether a cultural reference is a good is one good. or not. And that might be longevity. So if you look at classical allusion, biblical allusion, you know, if I say, oh, he was a real Judas, right? Mm everybody from from our part of the world would would have an appreciation of 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 what that means so mm. that partly tells you what a, what a what a um what a cultural reference is for right mm-hmm. which is to unlock a load more information based on you know whatever the referent is um but it also i think the the Timelessness, you know, Shakespeare allusions. To if I if I say, you know, if somebody does something and I say it too, you know, everybody n- knows what I'm what I'm talking about. So I think one measure of a good cultural reference is one that survives uh, out outlives its um, its actual, you know, the memory of the people involved in the culture. Yeah, reference. and there should be a bedrock of common cultural references
0: if you live in a certain part of the world, because you can't expect everyone around the world to know, you know, to have the same traditions, but there needs to be a bedrock, doesn't there? Just in, in, it's just, I think it's important, that bank of- A common store. Right, and not just cultural references, but facts. Like if, you know, if I say to you 1492, 1789, or if I say um, um, Mount Everest was climbed by whom, I think there are certain facts, you know, Neil Armstrong. Um, there are yeah. some things that we must have, you know, because famous he he Everest. Yeah, he was yeah. brilliant. Um, and um, he went very high. Um, so there are some things that we definitely, everyone should know. But then I guess there's more the Well, well, the, the, I mean,
3: so I've, I've been trying to think about the this sort of uh, time aspect and, the, and how, where new ones come from, the creation of cultural references. So. Um, So just an observation, really, is that cultural references tend to relate to the previous generation to the one you're if you're sucking them up at the moment. So, for example the key figures from boomer culture um, are actually all people who were born in the sort of previous generations, the silent generation, or the guy like JFK was born in 1917. Uh, the Beatles were born in 1940, as was Bob Dylan. Um, Neil Armstrong, born in 1930. You know, it's kind of obvious, really. But the point is that the handover tends to be from that generation to the new generation who are getting the cultural references. I'm Our generation is creating them, the next generation, is that is their bank of cultural quite, references, the quite. one that's being created at the time. And and if you look at the kind of who are the key figures from, I suppose, if I had to pick, you know, the last 30 years, my own kind of where do my cultural references come from? What do I expect everyone else to know about? And it would be figures like um, Tony Blair or Kurt Cobain, Kate Moss, um, uh, uh, who are, you know, all boomers or, you know, early kind of mid-generation X mm. people. Um, And I guess if we think about the people from my generation, I'd say Xennials, who uh, they are all people who kind of now, or at least in the recent in the recent future, are are producing stuff that I would expect, you know, my son's generation to know about. So that's like J.K. Rowling, Tom Hardy, Chris Martin, Shakira. Mm. Shakira, I don't really know who she is either. But um, and Kanye West, now of course known as Yee You're obsessed with Kanye. I know West. he's cropped up on several podcasts recently. He's a pretty intriguing character, to be to be yeah. fair. But the but the the but the, the interesting thing here then. So just and it relates to Robbie Coltrane because he's he's almost exactly like the next generation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's 72. Right. So he's about 20, you know, 20, 30 years older than us. Yeah. And um, that is a generation. Right. He's a generation older than us. And we know his work as kids because he was in his 20s and early 30s producing stuff, you know. So. Uh, what i what i think but the thing that is so obvious that no one is gonna say it but is that what we're saying is that that um that period is actually quite short like the period during which you can become a cultural reference for the next generation is about 20 or 30 years and not for example in entire lifetime so so why now we are cultural references are not being updated. I I don't know who Shakira, what Shakira's or Kanye West songs are. I'm not very interested in Harry Potter and 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 you know like like if, if I was Harry Potter to kids born in the in the kind of early nineties would be like Star Wars. Yeah. I, I'd expect you are Look, supposed to know about Star Wars. But that is only, there's hardly any time. Yeah, what look, we're saying look, is that there's only look. a very short period of time during which you you, you absorb cultural references uh, and then you stop doing that. Of course. I mean, I mean, No, think but you say of course. No, That's no, why listen. I raised it because I knew everyone, it's obvious to people, but why? Why don't we absorb cultural references for our entire lives? In which yeah. case, a generation culturally would be 70 or 80 years.
0: Why is it so short? Sure, and the reason why, I think, um, is it's just to do with formative years. That's all it is, right? It's is there is a period of our lives when we're growing up. And let's say you know from the say the age of five, six, seven, eight, until your 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 late teens, early twenties, and that's when you're learning lots of new stuff. You're learning about the world and go, wow, this is interesting. What's this? And they say you're primed and you're ready to absorb this stuff. You're like a sponge, and then you become old and decrepit from the moment you turn twenty yeah, I odd. Think, I think, they, I you, think the, the, that's the, all it is, right? The
1: literature would say you crystallize. Your your, your knowledge becomes there crystallized You go. You crystallized you're less. Less you're less plastic fossilized fossilized in <laughs> our case yeah, yeah. But you're 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 less plastic uh, you, you just you take on some people yeah. p- some
0: people become more plastic
1: <laughs> as they get older yeah but, uh,
0: so have i just asked the question Am i mean well, well you, you punted it down the road yeah bit,
2: i mean I, I i so i think coming back to the sort of um the idea of there being a timelessness right i mean you you um you absorb. Uh, so I, I mentioned Shakespeare references being, you know, classical. But of course, all of most of Shakespeare's references are um, are historical themselves, right? Like Julius Caesar was about somebody who was not around when Shakespeare was around, and yet everybody knew that context and what that what that meant. Um, and and I think so. I think there's one kind of cultural reference, which is the. Uh, the 1980s uh TV advert, well, cultural stuff, refer- where yeah. you go. Hey, do you remember the advert for Um Bongo or something? Yeah, right, yeah. and people of a particular age go, Yeah, I, I do. And and it's a bonding thing. It's I go. I could probably tell you which African country it's popularly consumed in. I don't think it's a country anymore.
3: Congo Brazzaville.
2: Yeah, and what they love it. Um Bongo, and Bongo.
3: They drink it in the Congo, Congo Brazzaville. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Anyway, and. Uh, but but then there's also all sorts of other cultural references which you um, which are laid down throughout your life I mean you learn most things in your childhood right so you learn those cultural references then but they're not necessarily the ones of your here and now they can be historical cultural references that you you pick up Um, but then you get other sort of phenomena of timelessness like stranger things is a is a I guess a cultural reference for teenagers today but you know, Kate Bush went to the top of the charts because it's set in the 80s, so they're yeah, learning yeah. lots of 80s cultural really references. Really noisy that whole thing, um, by the way. Anyway, but, so you're but, a gatekeeper. Yeah, Kate so... Bush, a Kate a so, gatekeeper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's an element of... Um, You know, those kinds of cultural references being about you being able to like there's an intimacy about them. Right. And people say, you you know, um, that those kind of cultural references can be used to bond people, but they can also be used to exclude people. Right. Of different different ages. But that also applies across cultures. You mentioned cultural cultural references. One of the key uh, um, or cultural differences in cultural references, they're not they're not universal. One of the um, one of the key areas of study for cultural references is translation. Right. Because when you translate something, there are very often cultural references in there. Yeah, definitely. uh, uh, And and they don't you can't just say you can't you you can't translate them. So you then have to go searching for what is the equivalent of that thing in this this country. Um, One of the things I I looked up was. um, was idioms right, which are a form of, of, of cultural reference, um, and I've got I've got a few um, Chinese idioms which I was gonna I was gonna read out. We have to, to try and work out what they try might mean. Try and work out what they mean, right? Exactly. So, um, nine cows and one strand of cow hair. Uh, First,
1: something it, that.
3: Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, is it like you've actually got uh, you've got loads of something, but only one of the important thing. But I don't know why cow hair would be important. Yeah,
2: no, I think it's it's, it's close. I was going to say an empty
0: mm -hmm. vessel. Or uh, it's, so yeah, it's, about,
2: it's about something being inconsequential. You've got nine cows and yeah, only one something. cow. Okay, out. Yeah. It's a little bit, it's not quite it like the way we use a needle in a haystack, but I think it's, it's similar. It's like there's lots of something and there's one thing, it doesn't, it doesn't matter in that case, whereas the needle in the haystack does, does matter. So um, there's another one. Um, you can catch birds by trap in front of this gate.
0: Well, is this a kind of, there's more one way to skin a cat? Or is that, the, have I got that right? You've, or you've,
2: you've gone straight for another idiom, haven't you? But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's well, that's, I think the idioms are useful yeah. to answer it right back because there's well, universal you can, values underneath it. You anyway. say, say again? You can catch birds by trap in front of this gate.
3: Oh, is, is it like a thing
1: that is commonly used by lots of
3: people or something? Well, hold on, I'm, Or is Peter? it something
1: to do with it's particularly easy to do what you're trying to do in this context yeah, um, yeah. maybe yeah, you I mean, don't have to do yeah. all the other stuff you can what do something simple what it's actually
2: used for is to mock things that are not popular right so it, I, I, I don't it, what's the phrase again? you can catch birds by trap in front of this gate so you would say it apparently in a context where you're like oh here's a party with no no guests at it I'm at a party there's no guests you know or you can catch birds by trap in front of this do you, do gate, you mean it's or, sort of like tumbleweeds yeah kind of, yeah like, like yeah. Or, or, or a business that hasn't got any customers you know an empty restaurant or something something right. like that. yeah okay um,
1: so, it's so quiet the gate is quiet there's nobody around so the birds are there
2: I don't I don't I, I can't really work it out but it obviously works in 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 China and last last one um a chicken falls in soup
0: Ooh. um It, d- it does feel like something pretty profound. Wait, right, a chicken
3: falls <laughs> in soup. Uh, this is about. Is it is it a bit like taking coals to Newcastle? Like you've already got a chicken soup, and now uh, a chicken's yeah, gone yeah, and no, fallen. I can see that. It. Is it it's, kind of is it's, courses,
2: it's actually, it's or... actually used um, to refer to somebody like getting caught in the rain or getting soaking soaking wet. Um, a cool. chicken falls in soup. Yeah. Like you know, oh, you can imagine okay. that being being wet, can't you? But I think what that illustrates is that. Um, cultural references can leave us a little bit bemused right we assume there's a there's a universality about you know it's raining cats and dogs or whatever of course you know but actually that's just our shared cultural reference much as if you refer to a person we all assume if you say oh they were you know they're a bit of a they're a bit like Elon Musk right many people around the world would understand that but if it's a more esoteric cultural reference you can use it as a code with just the people you know who who, who know that, or you can use it uh, um, to uh, to bond with you know with people who will understand it. You're like it's like a it's like a nod and a wink. Yeah. But I think I think the code aspect is what is interesting here because I was thinking
3: the whole the whole purpose of well, if we had to like find an actual utility for having cultural references, is that um, you know you can import a lot. It means that it's almost like you know, if we agree that I'm gonna I'm gonna just say you know uh, number fourteen it, instead of um, a particular kind of coffee, it's just much faster. If I can say oh you know um, et tu brute to to connote a, nice a whole shorthand. great big bunch of yeah, things about treachery, right. then um, then that's great. And I feel like that is that is actually very useful. It cuts down on communications costs if we can all draw from the same reference bank. Um, And uh, well, just the the, so I and I think the you know, it's I would say it's sort of been a bit unpopular, at least variably popular over the last 30, 40 years um, to do things like teach kids Latin and, you know, the Book of Common Prayer and the King James Bible and Shakespeare and all of these other things, um, because I think it's seen as elitist and exclusionary and actually i think what we're saying here is it's not it's actually potentially inclusionary it's giving them it could be potentially
0: giving them a a a key to a door full of things that they wouldn't otherwise have and actually goes back to the shorthand thing as well because it's shorthand in terms of communication but shorthand in translation translating a universal bit of knowledge or or this, guess what? The things that you're thinking are not the first time anyone's ever thought that, you know? Uh, And it's useful just to go straight
2: back to that. I I think you've sort of unlocked something quite interesting there which reminds me of the Reformation, right? And the idea of whether the cultural references should be taught, right? I.e. you teach somebody Latin so they can read a Bible, right? Um, Or... Which is was the I suppose the Catholic position, right? Or the Protestant position, which is no, no, you don't have to push people towards your cultural reference. You translate it into English and you give it to them. It's like Peter's point. Who's whose responsibility is it to um, should you learn the cultural reference or should the cultural reference be changed? Which is more or less exclusionary? You know, in in in. Um, in the Reformation terms, it was about keeping power within the church. Only those who knew Latin would, could you know, really read the word of God and therefore had the power. Uh, in Protestant terms, it was, you know, let's give it to the masses, right? That's a good thing, isn't it? But actually, to Nick's point, should they just have taught everybody Latin? Um, actually, I, this is a, a spin
3: on culture wars which we need I to have hear not... from
2: peter
0: in a minute but go on yeah but
3: this is something i just haven't thought of it in this way that actually you can see a lot of um arguments about things like education um and you know elitism as essentially being an argument about who should move towards the other one's cultural references i, I i've not not thought of it like that but but yeah i mean it's interesting that the king james bible was uh designed as a tool to popularize um religion which was otherwise uh or popularized some literature that was otherwise uh, unavailable to people and now it's seen as elitist yeah because it's kind of in slightly Written old-fashioned in, yeah. language yeah, yeah. um and that and you have to teach people to, and and shakespeare was phenomenally popular um because people enjoyed watching his plays and now you know we need a book to tell us what mortal coil means mm. we don't actually get the literal meaning of a lot of those things even mm-hmm. though we might be familiar with them talking of which, let's shuffle on to Peter yes.
1: well maybe we need a new King James Bible then, King, King Charles King, Charles, King, Charles Charles Bible. Bible, King Charles yeah. Bible
3: no, I, I hate modern translations of the Bible I think they nailed it, they nailed it with the KJV every, Low, yeah. low they nailed it they smote it it's way up
1: there in your top ten uh, <laughs> yeah. translations of the Bible it is I reckon, yeah <laughs> yeah, okay, good uh, well I I I I keep to move it on. I know Crazy's probably got a question at the end, but um I I'd like to explore this um, you know, meeting the young'uns part way. Mm. Like, what what how do I know out of all the millions of things that are going on right now that some of which might become have might have the longevity that make them a, a, a cultural reference, which what how do I spot them before they do? Mm. I suppose well, it's the same way of saying, you know, which horse do I back? But actually, there's some which, you know, is there is there any criteria that I can apply to them so I can remain relevant? Well,
3: I, the... actually, I, I feel a bit sorry for my kids, um, not just because I'm I do, their you're their dad, yeah. Lol. <laughs> I got in there before <laughs> you. You did. I burnt That's, the turf. T- t- well, like all my jo- all my jokes, joes was way too obvious. <laughs> yeah, but yeah no, go on. Uh, so, uh, because they my the culture that i had as a kid was really very inaccessible to to my parents generation i mean you know the computer games for example um wasn't something they would ever think to do really uh, and you know the kind of music you listen to you listen to on your friend's walkman they can't listen to that really they don't know anything about it whereas now i can it's democratized culture really the internet and um you, you know if i want to i can very easily find out what the kids are doing these mm, days yeah. Um, how do we so,
1: how do we go about doing it? Well, without, but should we? Being I'm
3: beginning. I'm, I'm beginning to talk myself into thinking you shouldn't like when my when my kid uh, saw that I'd made a meme for a presentation at work and he said, oh, dad, you made a meme. That's so cringy. And I was like, yeah, it is. It, was it was it was it was, <laughs> it, was it a hello fellow kids? Meme to yeah. Be... It, well, it, I mean, that's the thing. It, it, I sort of. Yeah. Maybe we should leave them to it. Maybe they need to have their own. Was it your milk references. avatar? What,
2: uh, his name was, Bunty <laughs> or something <laughs> Humphrey Humphrey yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: but I think um, but I think we but I think we do need to engage with it on some level to be effective I, at engaging with them you know I, we've already acknowledged that these cultural references these idioms provide us a, sh- a shortcut to a great a bigger bunch of concepts so if we if we refuse to engage with um exennial and millennial uh, references when we're when we're working with these people and we're, we're Peter, working. Peter, you're a millennial. Working for I'm very borderline millennial. <laughs> okay, working well, I'm definitely for working. Ex-ennial. You know, we'll be working for them and with them, and you know, w- they'll be working for us. How do we? How do we? Uh, make how do we tap into that 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 conceptual I mean, you shorthand? You can't, you can't, because you end up looking yeah, like Nick and yeah. his kids, you know, saying, "Oh, duh, that's a
0: cringy meme." It's like you know, but I think standing in for another cultural reference. I don't uh, know. Standing in front I, of the ocean I'm and I'm saying, not, "I want to stop the tide." It's just, it's just. I'm it's not th-
1: convinced. I, I think you. I think. I think there are probably ways of doing it sympathetically that aren't cringy, that, that aren't naff in the same way that we get cultural references Give an example. that that our parents would probably use
0: but i think there's two sets of cultural references almost that's what we've kind of i think have we kind of s- sort of said that even if we've we've concluded that even if we've not stated it you've got your 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 proper Old Shakespeare, Latin, Bible, you've got those, you've got to have those in the, the common bank. storehouse. Yeah, and then you've got your contemporary cultural uh, things. Yeah, and guess what? You just, those are always going yeah. well, to be changed. one day,
2: one day, at one point, there were a bunch of disciples, right, mm. who knew what Jesus was, mm. right? And then suddenly there were a billion of yeah. them, right? So, and they were contemporary references at the, at the time. It's like, hey, do you remember the fish and the, the and the, Whatever. Well, but that the just thing is, last to them, with... th- to, to the disciples, Jesus, of course, was not
0: a cultural reference. The cultural references for, for the disciples and others would have been things like the Lamb of God um, and sacrifice and all sorts of weird yeah. Judeo sort of things. Those would have been the references. But Jesus himself would would have just you know, cross, right? some Take
2: the cross as a big yeah. cultural reference. Yeah. Right. At some point, it. Wouldn't have been, right. and and now it is, and that that could have that might have just been a throwaway thing, like oh look at these you know smiley cats. It's not quite as light hearted yeah, yeah. as that, but, but it becomes um, a... But and so p- to Peter's point, how do you spot the ones that are going to endure? My, I think basically that's a question about how do you spot what is going to be a big deal you know so so it might have been a big deal at the time like you like let's say something like game of thrones i suspect there's quite a lot of cultural references around that that might survive
1: into the into the future over you know the next I, I few decades i think there's a slightly more methodical approach you can apply so with any within any generation on, to tell us what we need to know about i think, well I, I can't tell you i can't give you a lift but i can try to sketch out a method right so within any within any generation there are sort of subcultures and i think these subcultures kind of map onto previous subcultures in other generations so you know there's there's a sort of uh you know i'm thinking back to growing up you had the, the goths and the emos and you mm. had the you had you had uh, I don't think we the called some, them emos well so we okay let's say an emo. Okay. Yeah. i've never really understood i'm one.
3: trying to apply his method live so i, so I, I'm think, I apply his method. Certain,
1: i think certain tropes there Apply to certain tropes you get in. M- m- I, don't, I don't even know what you what what the subcultures are, but um, uh, map onto sort of subcultures today, and that 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 map that the mapping um, will f- bring along with it. will the the there will be a sort of appeal to certain cultural references. So if you can identify what the sort of thing a certain type of person is likely to be into, so I think p- people who are into war games. I probably map onto people today who are into slightly more obscure sci-fi, you know, retro sci-fi. Maybe they'll, they'll they'll get that. So if you sort of find out what who they are and what they're into, you can find out what sort of films to watch and what cultural references. This to sounds pick up. very very unintuitive. I, I don't think I can apply it. Yeah, Cause, I don't because it I...
0: feels
3: to me like that mapping is actually the tricky bit. It's like you're so, so I say, okay, I so going,
0: why am I doing this? So, you know? so
3: I, I, I kind of you know look at um, I don't know, 4chan and Pepe the Frog, and I go, what kind of thing is this? How can I relate to this? Is it a right. bit Like, yep. um, you know, is it is it a bit like Back to the Future? No, it's not, no, but I, let, I don't have a thing which I can map it onto. And I'm, that's gonna, the whole, I'm gonna
2: try and move Peter's thing uh, forward, which, which is that uh, I think let's say you take alt right, right? Alt right being a, a continuation of um let's say far right groups previously, what do what do some of them refer to? They use Nazi iconography, right? Mm. That's a cultural reference from the past that they that they recognize. Taking a less sinister version, you know, you take Goths and Emos and so on, they quite often get into uh avant-garde type stuff, you know, like Bauhaus or or something like that. But they might also look at you know byron's poetry or something right as a as a throwback to something you know um a long time ago you know was byron a goth you know that's so a, if that's i a meet quick. someone wearing we need to wrap up heavy, by the way but i keep make go on. up
3: all i've got to do is make reference to lord byron and, and hey presto we've yeah. got an instant in mates, yeah. yeah okay okay
2: let's try let's it. try it out
0: let's go and find a party
2: look are, at yeah. my, mics, my 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 worksheet oh that was, was shelly yeah. uh, um look we need to,
0: to wrap up however i've got a rather exciting question um are we happy to wrap up or yeah yeah okay before
3: we start really being cringy
0: yeah um so i've got a question cultural references have you ever used one yourself that has fallen flat or has embarrassed you uh, in some way because I've got a bunch of times when I've tried to employ a, a cultural reference and it just, just didn't work. Shall I kick off? You lead off. Go then. on, then. I'm actually wearing a cultural reference right now. Now, can anyone... Um, For all
1: you viewers out there... <laughs> so, describe <laughs> this is me, a podcast. We've cov- we covered this, but this is a podcast. Well, paint right? us a picture with your words. What am I wearing? Oh, well, um, he's, he's he's doing a very pale comparison of Steve Jobs. He's got brown jeans. He's wearing a black purple Blue jeans. Name. Blue jeans, rather. Uh and uh, a polo neck, a black
0: polo neck. Can anyone any cultural references there? Yeah, Steve Jobs. Yeah, that's just what said it. No, well, no, not Steve Jobs. Okay. Uh, a a. Um, what about if I say to you, all because?
3: Oh, the milk tray man. All because the lady mm. loves.
1: Did you choose to dress like no. the milk tray man? No. So maybe <laughs> right. subconsciously. So I think the
3: trouble is that the differences between you and the milk tray man are perhaps greater no, than the similarities. No,
1: no <laughs> I think that's
3: really perhaps not. the trouble. I here. love
2: chocolate.
0: Um, although he doesn't hear the lady.
3: No, he's chocolate. constantly
2: giving it away. He is, isn't he?
0: Yeah. But <laughs> interesting, yeah. well, I went along to my ukulele group last night and I walked in, and the lady of uh, probably 60 something immediately said to me, Ah, all because the lady loves straight away. So not only
1: but, is but, he trying to dress like the military man, he hasn't changed since yesterday. What <laughs> right. does this tell yeah. you, listening? <laughs> <laughs> I do wear a, a jumper the same jumper two days in a row. No, 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 no! in '76,
0: um, but actually, no. I used this reference it was an all, the other it was an all, day. A ukulele all nighter, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used I used this reference the other day to my wife. Um, hey, check me out! I'm all because the lady loves, and she just looks at me and goes, "What the hell are you talking about?" Because she's Brazilian, so has no idea about you know that Dairy Milk advert. That's my one reference. Um, anyone else?
3: Well I, I suppose that you, uh, gradually seeing a reference decay is something I experienced with the Iraq war in mm. that, you know when I first started as uh, the uh, in this running this team in the MOD which was sort of looking at how, how to improve analysis how, should, how intelligence analysis could be done better um, The origin of that was actually the Iraq war. remember the kind of intelligence failure? um and uh the kind of recommendations invade it'll
0: all be fine yeah
3: there were sort of lots of recommendations made and this branch was set up really as a a result of those recommendations and um you know just over time i realized that i would sort of say oh you know the butler review and they'd know people would know what that was and then you'd have to say the butler review which was a review into the intelligence around the weapons of mass destruction and the iraq war and i think you know now uh, you have to sort of explain what the iraq war was And, and there's, you know, you just can't rely on people knowing what the Iraq war is. And, and 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 things that are gradually passing into obsolescence include, you know, the September the 11th and the tsunami of 2004 mm. and things like, you know, who Michael Jackson was and who um, Pope John Paul II uh, was. And you just, you know, over the course of the last 20 years, you see these things decay from fresh to uh, now I have to explain it. I've got to explain who Liz
2: Hurley is and mm, what that dress that was. Dress. Yeah, yeah, not quite, uh, Chris. Um, yeah, no, I found myself a, a f- few years ago. Uh, um, somebody was saying, t- you know, something that they they really aspired to do, and uh, and I broke in with, um, uh, "Dear Jim, can you fix it for me?" <laughs> and, <laughs> and then realised that that was not a cultural reference. That uh, and, and that's an interesting case because clearly. Cultural, the context of cultural references can change dramatically over time. Uh, you know, or, or, or things like um, you look at, uh, you know, references to Cecil Rhodes or something, and how how they shift over time. You get this sort of historical revisionism. That was a particularly dramatic time of of when it was like, oh no, that's not that's not a cultural reference you make anymore. anymore. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, Peter, uh, I can't think of any specific examples of when it's happened, but Nick, Nick and I both do this. We use kind of online abbreviations in normal conversations. So we'll say LOL, and we'll say Lamo, and we'll say YOLO. So you do this IRL. It, we do this IRL. Um, uh, fr- even FTF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, <laughs> um, uh, and sometimes I've used those. Uh, and they've just fallen flat. And I don't think it's necessarily g- that people wouldn't use them themselves on in their texts or chat. Or it's, whatever. Just you do it's just that it's it's more it's out of context, and they don't sort of get it that it's out. Of, it's been done verbally rather than yeah, in yeah. text. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And also that nobody actually does that
2: anymore of below the age of forty. It's
0: a bit. L- 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 what was the word? Lugie? No. G- uh, yeah.
2: That one. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Cluggy. Uh, no, it wasn't Cluggy. Wasn't it Lurgy? Lugie.
1: Lugie. Kloogie. I'm not sure it was Something
3: like that.
0: Oh. It wasn't yeah. Bougie. Anyway. Right. Well, I think uh, they think the podcast is all over. And it is now. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast. I'm Fraser Macruer. We've been here with Peter Cockhill, Nick Hare, and Chris Rag of Aleph Insights. Until next time. Goodbye. <laughs>